Watch out, ye listeners. Beware. There be spoilers ahead. Hello and welcome to the After Credibles, the movie discussion podcast where the least credible people you know discuss everything in the world of cinema. My name is Charlie Rogers and today on the show we have Alex Conway, Andrew Medanzik and Zachary Derrick. Welcome back onto the show everyone. Hey guys. Yeah. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Charlie. <laughs> That's a good John Hammond. It is a pleasure to have you all on here too. <laughs> So today we are going to play catch up on a film we saw a while ago and is very close to my heart and that is Ant-Man and the Wasp. But first, let's talk about some movies that are just coming out in the next few months that we are interested in. Zach, you seem very keen to talk about some films that you have watched the trailers for recently. Yes, uh, super keen. It's got super keen on two upcoming Netflix films. Oh, Netflix films. Yeah, 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 Netflix films. And this uh, this keenness is based 100% on watching the trailers. So if they turn out to be pieces of shit, then, um, you know, the people who made the trailers, maybe they should still be up for some kind of award. <laughs> All right. So, so what are they? Right. And why are you keen? All right, so the first one, and I, I highly recommend you guys go watch these trailers because it'll get your juices flowing for these two. Um, first one is Apostle. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, Gareth Hugh Evans. Yes, yes. Have you um, have you seen? Yeah, it? big fan of Gareth Hugh Evans. Um, like, I've uh, seen the raid, and Gareth Hugh Evans is great. No, I mean, like, have you seen the uh, the trailer? Oh shit! Yeah, it's great for for Apostle. Yeah. Oh, oh man, I thought I was like at the the breaking edge of you know upcoming movies, and uh, you've you already fucking seen the shit. <laughs> well, aren't Netflix movies normally quite lackluster? <laughs> well, maybe we'll see. Oh, come on! We can't start crapping on the movie already. I don't want to. I don't want to pop this balloon. That's a. Br- I feel like that's a broad brush, there, Andy. Popping this hype balloon already, but you know, yeah, Netflix is quite huge. It's getting bigger, so. I've heard many recommendations from you guys about Netflix movies I should see. Uh, I mean, but never did end up watching. Um, Zach, you really wanted me to watch Annihilation. Annihilation was good. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, and and. Alex, I think you were really keen for me to watch a Netflix movie too, which I never watched. I should really get down to watching all of your recommendations, shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. Real piece of shit, Charlie. What an average mate you are. Uh, I'm that kind of jerk friend. I force everyone to watch Ant-Man so we can review it. When you said upcoming uh, Netflix movie, I thought the first thing that came to my head was there's this upcoming uh, Scorsese film that's being released by Netflix. I don't know if you guys have seen anything about that. It's got De Niro in it. Uh, it's got Al Pacino in it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. so, God damn. Like, um, Harvey, Harvey Keitel. And what's it called? It sounds really familiar. Uh, I think I've seen the trailer for it. It's called The Irishman. Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't, know if I've, yes. I don't know if there is a trailer. It's not out yet. I haven't seen it if there is, but... Oh, but, but it's already out? No, no, not, not, not till next year. But yes, just I'm... all those names is just... Oh better be good yes I'm really keen for that one yeah I'm d- dead keen uh, Zach what's your other movie that you are really really excited for alright the other movie I'm super duper excited for um, do we have any fans of the movie Braveheart in the house oh what a movie yes what, what is it tell um, me so you might you might remember um, one of the characters Robert DeBruce we're not, we're not, it's not a Mel Gibson movie is it <laughs> no 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 you might remember what has he done recently I don't know, I can't remember. Mel Gibson. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, Hacksaw Ridge, you know, that was... Go. 
Um, has he made any good phone calls lately? Isn't he in like a really? He's in a really racist, um, dirty cop movie uh, coming out this year, I think, or it's already really? come out. Was that a was that a stretch for him? Was that a hard reach? Yeah, no, <laughs> method acting for the last decade and a half. Yeah, I think so. He, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the excuse. Are, are all the bad guys Jews? Yeah, he plays alongside Vince Vaughn, and I suspect that Vince Vaughn was the only one acting in the film. <laughs> oh my god, Mel Gibson probably thought he was doing a documentary. That sounds like the worst <laughs> film I've ever heard. A film where the only person acting is Vince Vaughn. <laughs> Are we still talking about Jurassic Jurassic Park 2, Lost World? Ooh. Yeah, he's in Lost World. Yep. Uh, same with Toby Ziegler from all your West Wing fans. Cracking crack bit of movie trivia right there. Yeah, boy. All right, Zach, hit us. What is it? Uh, yeah, yeah. So you might remember in, um, in Braveheart, uh, Robert DeBruce, who's another, you know, Scottish national hero uh, and a big uh, sort of big person from um, British history. He got a terrible depiction in Braveheart. He did, didn't he? Um, so the new... Ne- he, so it was such a bad one. He was the one who had the dad who was like all malformed and he was like, yeah, it was, it was fucking rubbish. Um, anyway... Um, so there's a, uh, a new movie coming out. Uh, thank you to Netflix called Outlaw King, uh, where Chris Pine plays Robert DeBruce. Oh yeah, I saw that. Wow. Yeah, it looks like it's gonna be super good, and uh, also it's gonna have one of my favorite characters from history, the Black Douglas. The the who? The Black Douglas is a is a famous um, character person from Scottish history. Oh, cool. As opposed to you know the the other coloured. Douglas. White Douglas. <laughs> yeah, well. Yellow um, Douglas. I mean, yeah, come on. Purple Douglas. Don't you guys remember that, like, super cheap, um, you know, for, like, uh, ready to drink scotch and coke? Um, Black Douglas? Oh, God, yes. Bull. Yeah, so that was named oh, after him. I feel you know? sick so, already. You know, you know you're good when, when you get, uh, you know, ready to drinks named after you. When are they going to make the movie about the real McCoy? <laughs> or Red Bear? Or, <laughs> yeah. or UDL. Yeah. UD- oh, yuck, UDL. Passion pop. <laughs> We've had like the Emoji movie and the Lego movie. All these different products are getting their own movies. So surely it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Fruity Alexia. I can't wait. Yeah. When are they going to do a six pack of Red Bears and a backpack the movie? I'm pretty sure that's uh, pretty sure that's Handjob Cabin. <laughs> Yes, we can do a whole episode on Handjob the Cabin. <laughs> what product would you want a movie made out of? Similar to the Emoji movie and the Lego movie. Is there something you'd love that you would love to see a shit movie made for? Hey, oh. hey, who, who is saying that those movies are shit? Ooh, oh, um, yeah. I thought the Emoji movie was one of the worst movies of all time. Oh, no, come on. That's General audiences. July 2017 will always be a highlight of my life because of the release of our movie incredible incredible how the fuck do you remember that oh wow okay yeah i'm starting to believe you <laughs> if you can if you can recall the month i want i want i want i want i want the apple movie i want the app i want like the pc and the max to like have this like bizarre war that's my product movie oh my god i do not want to see that oh my god <laughs> wait so can the movie be like products that you hate killing each other I guess so. Hey, well, it's it's our movie. We make it how we want. Can it be a fictional product? You know, you know what I would actually. I want the IKEA movie. I'd want some sort of like weird, surreal, madness inspired like horrorscape that's somehow inside an IKEA and all the and all the products just are stuck there. Something really dark. That's my that's my that's my dream like product movie. Man, I, I would watch the shit out of that. Like Sausage Party, but <laughs> like. <laughs> If it could be, um, if it could be uh, like fictional, my uh, my choice would be a movie about the plumbus from Rick and Morty. <laughs> Jesus, 
Because you are smarter than us, and you do get it, yeah, and you will tell you us. You have to be really, <laughs> really smart. <laughs> Your IQ is way better than us. <laughs> yeah. See, the fact that I don't want to see it is only a reflection on how much lower my IQ is to yours, Zach. Yeah, it reflects your naivete. No. Oh. You, you just... That's how you say it! <laughs> You're schooling us left, right, and centre, Zach. <laughs> you will write on 4chan about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what say we all jump into Ant-Man and the Wasp? I'd rather disappear into the negative zone than deal the with quantum this. Realm. <laughs> the quantum realm. The quantum, quantum realm. Fuck. Ah, quantum you're losing, realm. Losing, you've lost all your credibility. Oh, negative zone. <laughs> That's all right. See you guys. I'm done. I'd rather shrink into it. Yep. Let's do it. Let's shrink into the role, as Zach says, and review Ant-Man and the Wasp. Fucking steal my joke. <laughs> Maybe you just need someone watching your back. Like a partner. Dr. Pym, I actually heard what happened to you. You opened up the quantum realm. That's when this crazy could be ghost who like walks through walls and stuff. Stole your tech. And now she wants to take over the world or whatever. Who would have believed that in your hour of need, you would turn to us? Not me. I was partners with Hank on a project called Goliath. How big did you get? My record, 21 feet. You? 65 feet. 65. If you two are finished comparing sizes... 65. The last time we saw Scott Lang, a.k.a. Ant-Man was when he turned into a giant and fought Iron Man, Spider-Man and co during the Civil War saga. And since then, he has been under house arrest with limited opportunities to see his daughter. Meanwhile, Hank Pym and Hope Van Dyne are trying to get into the quantum realm to find Hope's mother and Hank's wife, Janet Van Dyne, who Hank lost on a mission decades ago. However, they suddenly need Scott's help when it's discovered his trip to the quantum realm during the events of the first movie had entangled his consciousness with Janet, and together they must team up to get their new quantum tunnel device working while fighting off the Ghost, a mysterious threat that wants to use the quantum tunnel for their own purposes, threatening to derail the Pym's plans to reunite with Janet, which would leave her in the quantum realm forever. That is the basic plot of Ant-Man and the Wasp. And well, I'm sorry, I zoned out. Could you repeat that? No. <laughs> oh, what was weird for me was that like it didn't like it didn't feel long. It didn't seem like a, a lot was going on in the movie to me. But maybe that's for another time. Um, let's jump into it. I will quickly say that I think um, it's fair to say that the whole movie is very fast-paced. Uh, it is outrageous and over the top. Um, I'm not sure if it really worked well personally, and that is something that stabs me in the heart to say i'm not sure if ant-man and the wasp i i, I don't know guys i don't know what, what did you think zach how do you how do you feel walking out of that cinema uh i i i liked it it was uh it was it was stupid and it was silly and it was fun uh which is all the things a comic book based movie should probably be um uh which is probably why dc sucks uh with the exception of batman which has always been dark and grungy <laughs> unless you're ben affleck yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was great. It, in terms of the whole MCU, I don't think it really stands out much. This one, uh, I feel like it's. I feel like in the grand scheme of things, it's kind of just uh, filler in the MCU. Of you know, we need. A, there's a gap between Infinity War one and two. What are we going to do to fill it? And I mean, the the credits 
scene kind of led into that as well. But I mean, it the parts that it got right were good. I can't. I don't think there was too many uh, negatives from it, but not as much stood out. I think the first one stood out more. Yeah, definitely. Alex, what do you what do you think? Uh, I'm with you on this one, Charlie. It was pretty dull, boring. Um, yeah, I don't remember much from it. Like nothing stuck in my mind. The parts were fun. Was just shrinking and the shrinking and the like, the growing and the chasing was fine just that whole thing like that whole setup was kind of fun and cute and like the the side characters like his friends who ran the security company were great again and like walton goggins was yeah. in it that he wasn't really doing a whole lot in it who was that generic side bad guy the guy who was like trying to like steal the technology and go after them oh yeah that's right yeah yeah so so i actually completely agree with you Angie, and i think that's one of the biggest problems in a in a holistic way that ant-man and the wasp had it had the really really dubious honor of being the follow-up in the in the marvel cinematic universe to avengers infinity war which it was a big movie it was a good movie and it it left so many ramifications and to have to make i i I can't believe that they had they had ant-man try to fill those shoes in in even or even come remotely close like they marvel superhero hangover after that and not like maybe not as many people saw it and they weren't as engaged with it yeah, yeah. i felt it i, mean, I, com- felt it. I definitely compare felt it to it. like uh like black panther which came oh, out like- just before infinity war and that went crazy so many people saw that and raved about it and then well that's on a different level it had a unique selling point right like uh, that was beyond just the mcu um but I mean, yeah, the Ant Man and the Wasp, right? Like, it's of all the of all the heroes that you could get to try to fill the shoes to make a solid movie to to to, to follow on from Infinity War. Um, I mean, it, it was always a tough ask, and I think you're right. Like, even when you love comic books, you kind of have a hangover after watching such a crazy movie like Infinity War, which is a it's a ten year build up, so you're always going to be a bit burnt out after it, right? You see, I got a different I got a different theory. I think it what they didn't I didn't think it was the follow-up to Infinity War by design. I think that was just sort of like, a, you know, a bit of a scheduling clusterfuck. I'm sure they would have loved it to have come out before Infinity War and just not had the last, like, you know, after credits bit. Yeah. Yeah, it was, and it was weird. I feel like in some ways they had a grounded film that they were trying to up the stakes to try to match that, right? Like, the, the insane ramifications from Infinity War left such a huge standard uh, by which, for which this movie simply c- couldn't fulfill. I don't think there was any way they could have made Ant-Man a movie that could have matched or, cu- or, or even been on the same realm as Infinity War in terms of stakes. Oh, pff, shit, no. Not only, like, it didn't, it didn't just fail. I don't even think it came remotely close. It was just really strange and like it was hard to really understand why people were doing things for me like i I don't i don't get i like for example like i didn't get why ghost was running around doing things that seemed diametrically opposed to the protagonist but they just weren't like yeah like i I, it, it annoys me when two when protagonist and antagonist have a fight and like and and disadvantage each other throughout the course of a movie over something they could have just had a discussion about like, there was no reason why they couldn't both have used the quantum tunnel for their own purposes, which they ended up doing in the end, more or less. But they wasted so much time and, like, manpower fighting over who gets to do it first. And all they could have had was that a fucking discussion over it. And, like, that kind of, like, bums me out. Yeah. Hank Pym could have chatted with, um, what's his name, Morpheus, 
and they could have yeah, s- yeah. thrown all their differences yeah. aside and said, I need to go find my wife or I have this person who I'm trying to help. Yeah, they, they, and they, had, would have been- they had dialogue between each other where they had meaningful conversations about their motives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, just guys, put your, put your dicks down. No, but that would have, been, would have been too proud just- to compromise. Yeah, and, and, they're, and they're running out of time. You know, Ghost was like disappearing and they, they had like, you know, one day to uh, meet up with uh, Hank's wife before she would be in the same place for another century. Maybe if they worked shit out, they could have done it at the same time. Yeah, they they all ended up achieving it anyway. Yeah, with the hours they spent, they wasted fighting. Well, yeah, but yeah, but, uh, yeah they, only, they only achieved it because um, when yeah when Je- when Janet comes out, she's you know pumped up full of this power that she can heal ghosts. No one knew that was going to be the case. Well, they could have given it a try. Okay, so you're saying that as a way to explain it, but I think that is a negative. I don't think like I felt underwhelmed knowing like finding out that Janet Van Dyne would have this, like, hitherto unknown power that no one knew about that would just fix the... Da- like, it just fixed it just fixed everything. And, like, that, like why, do, why does going into the quantum realm magically... So lazy, lazy screenwriting. Huh? Yeah, so... Um, and, and one thing that might, interestingly, uh, make Ant-Man quite more relevant in a few years is that they hinted at the end of the film that her magic quantum realm power that heals things or turns, thing, uh, turns things back in time might actually be harnessed and used in the future of the MCU, which may be a hint into what happens in Infinity War 2. But, um, I mean, as for the movie, I mean, they, they went to all this stupid stuff and, like, and and Ghost, <laughs> the thing that I thought was funny about Ghost was that she was somehow dying as the movie went on, but somehow she just ended up looking hotter. Like, she didn't look, <laughs> she, she didn't actually become more fucked up. Like, somehow, like, somehow she just became, like, like I don't know whether it was like hotter or more attractive, but she didn't look like she was dying. We don't know about people, you know, their quantum diseases and what happens when they die. Maybe they do become more attractive when they die in the quantum <laughs> yeah. realm. But like, like Michelle Pfeiffer looks pretty good coming out of the quantum realm after decades. <laughs> Fucking damn good. Charlie's favorite place to pick up women is like palliative care. You've got me. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you you'd prefer ghosts to have started looking like sloth from the Goonies as the as the time went on. Oh, maybe that is. So that's Infinity War four. Ant Man comes out of the quantum realm and he's so good looking that Thanos just falls for him and does whatever <laughs> yeah. he says. Yeah. Yeah. Bom, bom, oh bom, god, bow. man. That'd be interesting. That'd be God, cool. I, 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 I'm going to tell you, I cannot wait for the day Ant Man meets Thanos. I just can't imagine how. <laughs> How shit it's gonna be in the in a in a good way like he's just gonna be funny i hope and so the weird thing about ghost again like it just seemed all, all all she had right all we had to believe that she was in pain was her walking around complaining in a really un, un like unconvincing way that she's in more pain every scene uh she didn't look like she was in more pain every scene she didn't act like she was in more pain every scene she just said it didn't fly by me i, I didn't i didn't i didn't think it was very good she was the millennial yeah. supervillain. there you go <laughs> And I, but, but I do like that she was at least more original than other villains. Like we've said before, you know, Airman's old villain was just another shrinking guy. At least she had something interesting. And um, and they, they even say at the end of the film that, like, they're friends now. So, who knows? Maybe Ghost is going to become a, a good old-fashioned Avenger in the future. You just never know. I, I, I want to say that, like, I thought Paul Rudd was 
by far the most consistently funny character or actor in this movie. I, th- I think he, I think he's gone like he's he's still going strong in this franchise. Every time he's on, every time he's in a film in the MCU, I laugh. <laughs> I think he often steals the show, but I was really happy with how he did in this film. I thought Michael Pena was pretty funny as well. I'm going to put it out there. Oh yeah, well he's quite good. yeah, but I, I feel like um I feel like I had a similar problem with Franklin from Jurassic World, and that like they really tried to amp up the comedy in this movie to the point where every side character was just trying really hard to be goofy and quirky like the fbi agent that's kind of always ghosting paul rudd i liked yeah he was funny but there wasn't much else there wasn't much else to him yeah i i i i think it was too hit and miss for me the the characters and their over-the-top attempts at humor i should have known that charlie's um charlie's problem with this movie would be that it wasn't serious enough with regards ants <laughs> they didn't take the ants seriously well, enough. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised they did not have a funeral for Anthony from the first movie. Like, come on. Oh, my God. Rest in yeah. peace, Anthony. Because that, that death was, well, it wasn't heartbreaking. It was kind of like a bit shocking. Didn't he just get like swept out of the air and die? No, he got shot. It was pretty rough. And what about the scene, the scene with the uh, seagulls and, and all of the uh, Anthony replacements? Oh my god! <laughs> Keep dying. Yeah, that was brutal. I loved, I loved the giant ant that replaced Paul Rudd. Yeah, like he, having, like, having a bath and stuff. Oh, that was. So, and he was playing the drums. Like he, he was living this horrible life of, um, of house arrest. And all of a sudden, his his life is so shit that they, they could get a gigantic ant to just fulfill it day by day. I thought that was just so. It was so bizarre that I I was laughing quite a, quite thought, a bit. I thought it. based on those scenes alone, this movie would have been ten out of ten from you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like your dream pet. Or nine out of ten, not enough ants. <laughs> yeah. Not enough. <laughs> yeah I, I, I will say that the 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 the, um, the ant quota was uh, fairly fairly poor in this movie compared to the first one. There were not a lot of ants. Oh, imagine if in Avengers Thor he actually uses ants to, like to crawl all over. Oh, yeah. Thanos. <laughs> you will so, just you will just cream in your dax, buddy. Sharing the screen Which with one? the wasps. So. Which one of you? sent me the link about the the, the ant-man thanos theory um i know one of Oof. you did it was like i can't remember someone someone tweeted to paul rudd or to um uh disney talking about a theory that they have about how ant-man is going to be the one to kill thanos and it's that he's going he's going to go little is that where he goes up his up his ass yeah, yeah. 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 Oh my god <laughs> so the theory is that by going up thanos's ass and turning into a giant he's going to explode thanos <laughs> that, that is that is got, brutal they got paul rudd to read it yeah yeah during the media tour they actually gave the tweet to paul rudd and asked him to discuss it <laughs> so. Uh, Marvel saw the post about how Ant-Man could defeat Thanos by crawling into his ass and instantly growing in size, and that's why they didn't put him in the movie. I don't know. I don't know. I think he he can grow 65 feet. It's true, but I almost think it's a question for Thanos. Because, uh, if there's one thing we learned from, uh, Infinity War is Mm -hmm. that Thanos can... He could take a lot of punishment. Right. And uh, and so, you know, yeah. Now I'm now I'm now my mind is racing. It's an it's an <laughs> it's an interesting tweet, and uh, and um, well, who knows? I I don't know. I, I don't even think that made it into any of the drafts. 
Does Thanos have an asshole? Oh. Well, he must defecate, right? <laughs> we haven't the, seen him the, eat. The Kim Jong Un argument. I mean, I mean, I mean, musty. This guy is more or less like a god. But they, they, they but, no, but they, ha- they managed to uh, create enough waste that they destroyed their own planet. And I don't. I, I'm sure Pooh must have come into that, right? You're telling me Kim Jong Un doesn't have an asshole, but Thanos does. <laughs> but maybe he's got the. Does Thor then? There's all these questions coming up now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Answering the real questions. Look, Avengers 4 is just going to be mini shots of people just sitting on the toilet. And we're like, okay, he shits. He doesn't shit. Oh, she shits. <laughs> maybe, maybe Ant-Man has to, has to find that out for us. I mean, he's yeah. the one that... <laughs> I hope Michelle Pfeiffer's in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, liked, um, I liked Michelle Pfeiffer coming into the movie. Yeah, she was good. I thought the Van Dynes, like the and the actors behind them, I thought they had such fantastic family chemistry. I really did feel for like their need to try to get her back at all costs. And when she finally comes into the movie, I thought her and Kirk Douglas were just—I don't know—I really, I really liked. It. I thought it was a highlight of the movie. There, them reuniting. I thought the chemistry was great. I agree. I agree. I feel like am I am I, I I'm the only one talking a lot about it, man. I'm I'm too excited. <laughs> so what what things were really what did you think was really good in Ant Man two? Because we talked about a lot of the things we didn't like and the the shit things. Mm, I loved the scene, especially where he was like he had to go to the, the primary school and he got like he got sh- like shrunk <laughs> to a really awkward degree by accident and had to walk through <laughs> as, as a, like a, an eight year old sized human. It was like it was so weird. It, everything about it was so strange, but just I was I was just continually laughing. It was just great. I, I really like the um, I really like the car chase and the innovative use of their you know their one ability to just make things big or small. I thought that was, that was good fun. I like the whole idea of their portable building and base and the van. They could just like that was an interesting idea that I don't think has really been seen much before. Ooh, I liked the idea of uh, Morpheus getting attacked by giant ants and him pretending to get attacked by giant ants. I would have liked to see <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the motion capture, uh, the non-special effects without the ants and Morpheus like scared of ants. Yeah, yeah. Because that there was like a part in that where the ants looked fucking terrible, <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh, this looks really cheap." They just had they just had uh, Andy Circus just like crawling all over him. <laughs> that would, yes. It had to be Andy Circus. I want I want him back in the MCU. I'm so sad they killed him. Or off. was it Ant T Circus? Yes, yes. Oh, uh, brilliant! I love it. Now the execution perfect. Yeah, it's a shame that it is a shame they killed. Um, Andy Serkis's character was it Claw? Was that his name in Black Panther? Yes. Yeah, the yes. like, yeah, the African arms dealer. Yeah. Oh, he fucking nailed that accent. He was really big too. He got way too big. Yeah. Yeah. He really got beef as. Although it's probably yeah. he's probably mo he's probably uh, motion capturing himself as a beef person. <laughs> 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 the whole thing was probably CGI. <laughs> it's very yeah, very scary. I feel for him because yeah, you never scary. you never see him live action, and then. As soon as you do, he starts getting like killed off, or killed off in Star Wars as well. Who was he oh, in yeah. Star Wars? He was Snoke, Snokey. Oh, he was Snoke. Really? He was Snoke. Yeah. God, he's good. Yeah. Gotta love Andy Serkis. All right. <laughs> um, another thing I loved, um, and it was only quite short, but another thing I loved from this movie was the end credit scene. I gasped loudly. I was the only one in the cinema to <laughs> like basically shriek in in shock when I when. Yes, we. Uh, when I saw her, we had a, this old lady in the row next to us and she went like, <gasps> yeah, yeah, it was such a brutal way to cut back. Um, 
to um to 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 the to the whole team um yeah dead they've been thanos um thanos killed them inadvertently through the through the through the course of avengers infinity war which oh i i don't know yeah now ant-man is stuck in the quantum realm we we don't know what happens when they turn to dust they could have just been transported somewhere we don't know that they're killed no they've got it no they've got to be killed that was thanos's entire like philosophy yeah once you're dead you're always dead right no but maybe he's maybe he's maybe he's swapped them to like another dimension or something uh, th- there are a lot of um, there are a lot of theories from the comic books, right? Uh, I think you would know this, Alex. That uh, the Soul Stone does have the ability to harness souls or harvest souls. Yeah, I mean, there's every possibility. I mean, there's no way they could kill off the entire MCU in this way, right? There's no, they, they have to come back. Imagine if they did, though. Oh, oof. oh yeah, no, that's well. They've already got black. They've already got Black Panther two and Spider Man two and all that. So yeah, they're coming oh, yeah, back. So. Sp- speaking of um, speaking of that, who's seen the trailer for Captain Marvel? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, I have not yet. Good on her. Look, I love Brie. She can do no wrong, even in Basmati Blues. And Samuel L. Jackson as well. Seems like he's got a bigger role in it as well. Yeah. And the Krees are pretty... Oh, no, Skrulls. Skrulls are very interesting alien race. Well, punching race. punching the Skrull in the face on the, on the yeah. bus. So that'd be good. Like, I hope it's good. I hope it's like they go into like a... There's a comic series called Secret Invasion where the Skrulls infiltrate everything and they start taking over like people's identities. And if they do that... Wow, that sounds that sounds dark. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. So it's like it's set in the nineties, isn't it? This movie. Could you not tell by the giant blockbuster video store? I think that was a really clever way to um to to to, to start off the setting the tone for what um or it was we get it it's in the nineties to, to set the scene. I want to hear some iconic nineties pop music throughout the movie. Oh. Oh, the soundtrack's going to be yeah. so good. Uh, will, 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 will it? Will it though? I, no. I, I, I don't know. Do you, do you think? Do you think we've gone far enough from the nineties um, that nineties music has like the retro value that eighties music seems to have right now? Do you, do you feel like we've gone far enough yet? One of the only things I remember from Iron Man three is the beginning scene where it's like New Year's Eve, nineteen ninety nine, oh, yeah. and it's I'm blue, double double die, playing in the background. Oh <laughs> my god! And it's just wow. like, oh yes, how good. <laughs> yeah when i uh, when i finished watching the first season of glow for the next month that was my walk to work like soundtrack really yeah oh, okay so good but that wasn't 90s that was 80s no that was 80s that was 80s but i'm hoping this is going to be like you know as good well like Guardi- guardians of the galaxy when that came out because like the peter quill soundtrack yeah. is that a mixture of 70s and 80s yeah yeah yeah, yeah uka shaka uka uka yeah so hopefully yeah. i mean i'm hoping that uh captain marvel has a similar like lean i think um i think the mcu movies including even black panther have done a good job of um creating a new identity for each um for each movie or, or franchise or character based on a soundtrack like they had that really like weird low tempo kind of like hip-hop track going through all of black panther that was really unlike what i expected a you know from i guess what i thought a movie like black panther would be yeah it's it's, it's pretty good that they, they they're, they're really and and thor ragnarok had like a lot of good old school kind of like uh, well it was uh, fantasy rock shit and um synth music which i don't know i like that they're they are doing different stuff yeah well they well thor ragnarok had the guy from one of the guys from devo do the score and oh cool uh, black panther they oh and uh, uh hammer, hammer of the gods are, in that 
film mm. that was used really well. I didn't think I would like it because I don't like it when... Well, I re- Before the MCU started doing this extensively, I wasn't a fan of movies that do that. That throw in, um, I don't know, just random pop music from the 80s or, or the 70s to try to get a rise out of people. But I think they've, they have done it well. I don't, think, I don't think that has been thrown in. Like, it, it fits in really well whenever they use it. I was, I was saying, this, uh, this conversation has led me to the uh, realisation that the soundtrack was probably the most average thing about uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm. That, yeah. Was, is, is there any ant-themed music? I don't think there's a single one. There was also a there was also a trailer that had um, Ant Invasion by Adam and the Ants as the music. <laughs> ah, you gotta love it. I feel like I have to bring up for Ant Man one, and it's surely the best like kind of trailer or advertisement that I've ever seen. Where it's just Michael Douglas and Paul Rudd doing the body percussion and just saying Ants Ant Man for thirty seconds. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to put that in. That yeah. is like Ants. That is just Ants. so good. I love that they 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 willingly advertise and and like just I guess embrace yeah, how and, stupid and for any yeah, movie like not as, as, not as even a, a superhero movie that's just one of the best like promotional pieces of any <laughs> movie I've ever seen. They should do that with all movies. They should. Actually, that would be good. I think that'd be good. Like Oscars category, like best promotional piece or like trailer or something. It's a good thought. Yeah, especially because. I mean, I would love more of trailers like that because currently all trailers do is spoil the movie for me uh, if it's not an MCU movie. But um, so yeah. I would love more or silly ones. make it look amazing than it's trash. Yeah. Speaking of, I've got a bone to pick with modern trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys noticed this, like, this latest trend, this latest fad? It seems to be completely ubiquitous now in the entire sort of trailer scene where all the trailers have like a, a tiny mini trailer at the start of the trailer. Yeah. Oh, what's up? What, what the fuck is that? Can you de- can you describe it? What's the deal with can that? Can you describe it for me, like generically? It's like there'll be like a ten second. Yeah, I know trailer. YouTube does it a fair bit because they have they try and get you in before the skip. Ad yeah, thing. yeah, oh, yeah. Really? It's like yeah, it's that little that little space before you can skip it. They're like you know they're like <laughs> and then like if you pass that, it's like ooh, <laughs> you can just wa- you can just watch all that again, but like stretched out. I, I've not. They really try and pull you in in that first I, few seconds. Not, yeah, I must not consume trailers in the same way you do, Zach. That is completely unknown to me. I mean, no, I, oh I think God. yeah, no, I think that's probably right because I can. I almost exclusively consume trailers through YouTube. So, that, so they're trying to they're trying to target people that don't yet have ad block on their on their browser. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I've, 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 not, I've just not seen this at all. Yeah, it's <laughs> oh like God. it's like it's like a little trailer for the trailer for the movie. Wow, that's I, 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 I've never heard of it. Wow. Did any of wow. you see that, like, 30-second piece for the new Joker movie with um, Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah, the, um, oh. the, the face paint um, mock-up. The, yeah, the screen, the test, camera test. Yeah, no, it only came out in the last last 24 hours, I think. Yeah, on um, uh, Todd Phillips's Instagram, Twitter, Instagram, Twitter, either way. What do you think about, like, a whole Joker movie, though? I'm worried. I'm, I, I mean, why does it exist yeah. if there are three more movies coming out with the Joker in them, but they're all being played by Jared Leto? It's a great question. It's a great question. Really? I don't like the idea of a Joker origin because part, I mean, in, in most of the comic versions, he's just 
like no named, mysterious, you don't know anything about him, like psychopathic clown. And I think that's so good. Like in I think that's one of his most enduring traits. Yeah, like in Tim Burton's Batman they kind of made him like that that Jack Napier and he was like a gangster. Oh. And it kind of worked, but it still isn't the best Joker. Yeah, but he killed his parents, which is dumb. But most most oh. Joker origins in comics or movies or whatever, it's just they don't explain it. They don't try to. It's part of the mystery, part of what makes him such a good character. When I was a teenager, I remember one of the most um, understated but chilling moments of The Dark Knight was when they finally caught him and he was in the jail um, cell looking at them. And as he was looking at them, they were saying, like, we've checked his clothing, we've checked everything on him, and it's just untraceable. Like, we just don't know where this person came from. And I remember how chilling I found that and the also first time I saw it. how in that movie, he, like, Joker himself gives three different origins for how he got his scars, like, in his stories. Yeah, really so dark it's like, and vague. It's like he uh, makes he makes a new one up each time. Like he's just like it's so it's like a mysterious origin. So I, I don't like the idea of them trying to do an origin on on a character who is so effective at not needing one because it adds to the character so much. But it's probably too early to say. Yeah, to like I guess we'll wait till the trailer. Especially when this like when it's just if it's it just, there is just no repercussion. Like I mean. Is is this an is this an extended universe? I know that I know it's really uh, it's a very millennial thing now for us to judge whether the movie's worth making based on that. But I mean, what, what's the movie existing for? And all this effort is going into getting a great actor to do a great role. If it's just going to be thrown away for a Jared Leto Joker in all the other movies, I, I, I don't know. I find it very 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 strange. Yeah, I also find it kind of like weirdly terrifying, like this uh, exponential curve. Like, when I was a kid, you know, they'd wait the best part of a decade, you know, uh, between doing iterations on the same theme. Like, they'd let the, the corpse of the previous movie go cold before they made, like, another version. And then they started, you know, ramping that up. And then we had, like, you know, the, the three Hulk, different Hulk actors movies within a few years of each other. And now we've got, you know, different actors even within, within the same, like, year or two that they're... Different iterations are coming out. Yeah. Oh, and the Spider-Man stuff is the same. Oh yeah, Spider-Man. Exactly. I feel like it just it just getting faster and faster. Like I remember when when Logan came out last year, and they were like, "Hugh Jackman's done with Wolverine 2017." Yeah. And everyone already started saying, "Okay, who are we going to cast in the reboot of Wolverine? Who's going to be the next Wolverine?" Yeah. And it's like, you yeah. know, come on, why why do we need a new one, or why do yeah. we even need a new one so soon? We just let it be. Hmm. It's interesting, isn't it? That that like. So few franchises ever got away with that. I think, I guess, James Bond is the big one. And yeah. um, I guess the, that, that continuity of always having yeah. something there to make money is um, is becoming the big thing, right? Yeah, I guess. They always just want to have someone there. And, and, and they know that we'll suspend disbelief if it's good enough. I guess that's the premise, right? I got, I, I got told, I, I got told, I heard that um, one of the reasons that they do that is because um, if they don't, you know, uh, use the rights for a movie in terms of like the script rights or whatever, um, within a certain time frame, they they lose it. Like, yeah, is that right? Uh, to a degree, sort of. Well, I wonder how that would. I wonder how that would work. I know for a fact that it is right on some movie franchises, including the Star Trek movie franchise, and that's um, that's and the reason I know that is because I've been reading about it since it became um, fairly apparent that they're. There, there probably isn't going to be another Star Trek movie in this, like, in this universe. Chris Pine's left, and Chris Hemsworth has left. 
the project, um, which means there's no Kirk and there's no Kirk's dad. So, and that was the entire point of um, the 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 fourth um, Star Trek movie. So, yeah. and 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 one thing that had driven them to make Into Darkness and Beyond so quickly was that they needed to make a Star Trek movie every uh, five years, I think. Um, Otherwise, the rights would go back to the, to another studio that held it. So th- that does exist. It does exist in places. Well, I think I think we all need to write to a member of parliament or a congressman or senator, whoever the fuck, to change those goddamn laws because it's suffocating. Oh, yeah, it's that's ridiculous. Like, surely would it just depend on who, like, which company owns the rights, or is it yeah. just a generic yeah. thing? It's it's based on the. So for Star Trek, it was the case that. Um, I can't remember the companies, but one of the one of the studios owned the rights to Star Trek, but had no plans to make a movie. Um, but they wanted to make a series, so they 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 sold the movie rights over to another studio who started making them. And this is why there's no continuity yet between the Star Trek movies and the new Star Trek series that came out last year. Um, that's just how it is. Which is awesome, oh, just quietly. Yeah. Oh, that, I think that's another discussion, but I also really enjoyed the last half of that um, that season of the new Star yeah, Trek, yeah. so I was very happy with it. Um, yeah, so it does exist. It's very, I don't know, it's very strange. I think the only way we can really, I mean, writing to, the, writing to our member of parliament won't work. The only way is by not watching these movies. Because we don't know who that yeah. is. Yeah, and... Um, I mean, they're changing constantly. I think they're getting their rights are changing. All the <laughs> Definitely, time. yeah. No, not watching. Not watching is not going to help because it's obviously, yeah. I don't know. That's that's not working. I mean, shit. I paid for Fallen Kingdom, so I mean, I'm yeah. I'm one of the suckers. A billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> we have to make a Jurassic movie every three years, or we'll lose the yeah. rights. Yeah, the rights yeah. to dinosaur yeah. movies. Dinosaurs. So, guys, you know what is another movie that is great that comes out every three years? Ant Man. <laughs> oh my god, that was the oh my worst. Segway. Oh my god. We were so we were we we'd segwayed so far that there was no smooth way I could do that. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. I, I think I think it's a fair I think it's a fair reflection on Ant Man that a month after watching it. All we've had to say about it is what we think of other movies yeah. um, for, for half an hour. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I had I had fun. I had fun watching it. But um, yeah, if you'd asked me what it was about, um, yeah, a week after, I would have been like, "What? What is it? Mm. Is it? Is it still a? Is it still a three rating system on this on this podcast? Oh, don't d- oh, don't bring that up, Andy. It's a point of contention. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> so from from bad to good, bad being non credible. Moderate being moderately credible and great being incredible. How did you rate Ant Man and the Wasp, Andy? I can't. I can't give it a bad. I have to, I have to go moderate. Moderately. Yeah, for me, it's a good, hard, solid, moderate. Uh, verging on bad, below moderate. Don't feel like you have to give this a free uh, a free ride because I love Ant Man so much, guys. It's okay. You can say it's bad. Yeah, yeah. It's a four. It's a four three. <laughs> no, I was, I was God, no, 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 no. Stop, stop with the numbers, guys. We've, we've got a rating system. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody likes your damn Ants rules. Don't use numbers. Charlie, do they? I bet they do. I bet they use some sort of numbers. I don't know. They count their steps. Haven't you? Have you? Have you heard that? Uh, that study that was done. Do they? Really? Where they've got some kind of internal, internal like pedometer thing where these scientists they like ripped off a couple of 
ant's legs, and then <laughs> oh my god, how tiny are these pentometers? Yes, no, it's a really gruesome. I want to see the ethics application for this bit of research. <laughs> it's a gruesome experiment, but they so they had these ants, and they would always feed them in the same spot in their like tank in this lab, and so uh, then after doing that for a certain amount of days, they like remove two of their legs, and then the ants would stop short of the food after that. And then they also... Of course they would, because they had fucking two <laughs> less legs. <laughs> if you tore off one of my legs and then could see how far I could walk, it would be not as far as I could if I had two legs. <laughs> you sure yeah, these are scientists still, and not just kids? Four. That's enough to keep going. Uh, so so uh, the scientists, yeah, the scientists, like, hypothesized that they had become some kind of, like, internal, you know, pedometer for counting how many steps they did. Are you doing, like, air yeah. quotes when you say scientists You mean, like, as well? 12-year-old <laughs> people? <laughs> Yeah, don't talk about Charlie that way. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie? <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're scientists the same way Ant-Man is going to be a, a colonoscopy by going into Thanos' asshole. <laughs> no, no, I, I, feel, I, feel like, I feel like that's an interesting experiment and it could, I, I don't think it definitely proves that they count their steps. It could potentially mean that, but I think to confirm it, they would need to graft on two extra legs and then see if they walk further than the food. Yes, and you know what? I think that was done. I'm going to try and link this article. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone, we'll we'll link it in the show notes so everyone can find out (laughs) the the results of the ant trial. Look, guys, I also think it's a moderately credible. I think the thing is, the MCU has had a hugely successful few years. I mean, think about Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, and Infinity War are really solid movies. So it's only because I'm comparing it to that and that I love Ants that I have been complaining about it a lot, but it's a fairly solid movie. It's enjoyable enough. And um, yeah, so I think it's a moderately credible. Any last thoughts at all? Yeah, I got uh, I got three schooners and a chicken schnitzel with my name on it at the pub. Oh, I'm so jealous. I wish I weren't sick. I would love to smack a beer. All right. Yeah. Well, I think with I've that... I've never heard time- anyone say smack a beer. <laughs> what? You kidding me? Ah, uh, well, I'll... No, I... I feel like he just made that up. Smack a beer? Next time I see you all, I will smack a beer. Of all the verbs, you could... Smack a beer. Smack oh, I can't wait to smack some chips. Yeah, you're like smacking it out of someone's hands. Like, what, what is this? Hey, that's a waste of a beer. You smack, yeah, because you smack it down your throat. You're like, bah! like right in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Weirdly, weirdly aggressive. You don't, even, you don't even get to enjoy it. No, you you caress it. You whisper sweet nothings into its ear. Yeah. <laughs> If we tore off one of your legs, would you drink less beer? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think with that, it's time to leave you all. Thank you for listening to the After Credibles, your least credible movie podcast. Let's go smack some beers. Thanks to our presenters, Zach, Alex, and Andy. Come on, we've got to go smack beers. Smacking beers and tearing off ants' Not going to smack a beer. Not going to smack a beer. (laughs) If you like the show... I'm going to gently caress it down my throat. (laughs) If you like the show, please subscribe, tell a friend, or send us some feedback. We are on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store... And everywhere else, you get your favourite podcast. Smacking beers. <laughs> Whatever feedback you give, we will read and it helps other people to find the show. So please take some time to send anything our way, if you can. I'm Charlie Rogers and we'll be here next week for more reviews and discussions. Thank you for listening to the After Credibles. 